Hey guys, welcome back to Cyclops in My Pants podcast. I'm your host, B.R. Farnsworth, and on this episode, we will conclude our LGBTQ representation in film and TV with commentary from my co-host and I. We'll get more insight from Comic-Con Miles at his Comic-Con Corner. I'd like to take a moment and dedicate this episode to Stan Lee, a courageous and true leader in the geek community, and of course, Marvel Comics. Excelsior! Your tales will always live on, old friend. Blessed be. Now, a listen from Luna Wave with Battleship. It's getting hard to
On our last episode, we left off talking about LGBTQ representation in film and television. It was getting pretty deep, but we ran out of time and we are stoked to continue the dialogue where we left off. It's interesting how the dynamics of television have shifted. Over the course of the years, LGBTQ representation definitely has grown to becoming a lot more common even in the mainstream. One of the most controversial shows back in the day for its time was Queer as Folk. Quite possibly one of the most flawless shows to date. That was more coming of age than listening to the same old coming out stories we all live to tell. But what type of impression did Queer as Folk really leave on our generation's mind? There's there's been so many... um just great queer characters in television. I think with Queer's Focus, you brought up earlier, yeah, um, yeah, most of the cast were straight men. Absolutely. Um, but the, they fit the roles they were playing so well. I think, um, uh, I can't remember his name right now, but Do the you... actor who played Michael was... Oh, Hell Sparks. Actually, uh, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he was such a funny character uh, in his own stand-up. Right. And, Talk and, Soup. Yes, I loved him on Me the show. Me too. And seeing him in this role, I felt it was like such a 180 in some respects. But also, um, once the character became more sure of himself, it was a lot more of Hal Sparks in that role. Now, okay, so now that you're talking about this, okay. Hal Sparks hasn't been in a lot of things anymore because he was typecast. What? And mm-hmm. now everyone looks at him and they're like, hey, Michael Novotny. And the same thing with uh, with uh, Gail Harold. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, typecasted. And I've seen a couple of films where he was like a pretty sexy straight male in him, but I still wanted him to suck a dick. You know, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Or get his dick sucked by another dude. Like, I was waiting for the thump-a-thump from Babylon mm-hmm. in order to, like, actually enjoy the movie. <laughs> Unfortunately, but oh my God. it was kind of like he was, he was typecasted. Mm-hmm. And, and it's such a shame because he, he really was a great actor in that role. Is. Uh, is. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I don't mean to speak ill. Or I, do it all, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. Um, no, he was very, he was incredible in that role. And I really Absolutely. liked uh, where they took the character a lot. Um, and also, that was such an interesting character. He was not your standard gay man. What? He was not your... Um, he was not very effeminate. He was not very flamboyant. Right. He was just this no-nonsense person. I'm going to do what, I, what the fuck I want because I want to. And it was such a different character than, say, Emmett or even Michael. I agree. 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. One, it, it's ridiculous. 100 how people miss that. And, um, like, I, I know a lot of people that are exactly like Brian Kinney. Mm-hmm. And, you know... They're sex addicts. They're narcissistic right. sex addicts that what? really just kind of go from one person to one person to one person. Right. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. If I wasn't married, I would probably be one myself. But, <laughs> you know, I, I have my own set of, like, crazy things um, that right. I do. But, you know, we'll get into those later down the line. And it's one of those things where he was a very different person because this day and age, we don't see those types of gays anymore. Right. They're gone. Yeah. I mean, even with, um, Will and Grace, I love, I love the show when it was first on and I've really liked what they've done with the reboot. I haven't even seen that. Um, I have not finished the, the 
season of the reboot, but um, they did a lot of... They didn't really change the characters much. In the original show, the characters were all... The gay characters were all very much stereotypes. And they really played on those stereotypes for the majority of the show. And even with the reboot, they kept with that. And... Um, and, and yeah, it, it is a comedy, but they've got this very uptight, prissy character in Will. And then you have the very flamboyant, don't give a shit about anything, um, Jack. And, and while I do love the characters, I wish they'd had someone who's sort of in between, someone who was... Who is more like that? Me. Who, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, the, uh, but I, I kind of wish they had someone uh, like the tele, the broadcast friendly version of Brian Kinney for the show. Oh my God, how that, hot would that, that be? That would have been insane to see like this. This doesn't give a shit uh, businessman who who actually is comp who is very confident and never and almost never doubts himself. Okay, so. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I have to just cut in here because I, yeah. I, I I'm with you on all this stuff. I think it's great, and I feel that maybe probably uh, maybe we should just bring back queers folk and like fuck all the rest of this shit because <laughs> they didn't get anything wrong. They didn't yeah. get anything wrong. I feel like their representation was pretty accurate for the different facets of the gay world and oh, lesbian absolutely. world. There was transgender. There were drag queens. Mm-hmm. There were this. There were that. There were. You know, the pink posse, oh gosh, mm-hmm. it just went endless, you know, like oh, two boy toys being taken care of by their rich, you know, boyfriends, uh, mm-hmm. house husbands. Like it touched subjects that were way oh, beyond our yeah, time absolutely. at the time. And absolutely. yeah, I, I just I miss those types of things. And, you know, I remember the day when you could watch Clear is Full. And then Oz would come on and then Sex in the City would come right. on. And then they implemented the L word.
And that was White Flag by Jesse Villa. It's one thing to speak your opinion and another to take it upon yourself to speak for others. Now, I've seen on social media individuals that post on their bios that they are voices or speak for the marginalized, forgotten, or impoverished. Reality is that no one should be speaking for anyone but themselves. Now, with that being said, I'm not saying to keep those individuals silent, but how about using your own voice to build a platform for them to speak? Especially if they want to speak their true words and not get them all jambled in wordplay that some like to do to create fear or further marginalize a group that may already be oppressed. Now, it becomes a more complex dialogue when you have someone that is not from the LGBT community giving their feedback, even if it's an agreeable statement, but truthfully, is all LGBTQ representation good representation or bad? Who decides these anyway? What I'm finding with this whole argument and this whole fight is uh, we just really don't know what we want but we know that we don't want someone messing up our actual, the way, the way we live. What? Because we've had to, you know, here's the thing is you and I, we love queer as folk, but what if like queer as folk really wasn't how gay life was? And that was what? just kind of like the ideal world. And with, mm. with yeah. the ideal world, we can't necessarily say that, you know, that is 100% um, what gay people live like. What? And maybe that's why it, it, it wouldn't work today because younger millennials and the generation below them, like honestly, they don't know what it's like to have a bathhouse. They don't know what it's like to um, hook up on the corner or to, you know, meet eye to eye uh, next to a bar, sneak in. They don't have any of that, those like things that we used to do back in the day because they have a little mobile phone and an app or, and they have their, you know, iPads, and they're doing their scruff. Like, I, even I go on scruff to look at who's around when I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure who's gay or who wants to suck <laughs> right. a dick, you know? I go on there and I'll look. And so it's one of those things where I just, I don't know. Like, it, it, I think it's just a completely has changed altogether. Um, good or bad, it, it, it is what it is. But I don't know. I, I just, I guess I'm just over social media, like getting all upset, like, about who's not lesbian enough or who's not gay enough. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, Batgirl, I mm. couldn't have cast anyone better because when, uh, what, what what's her name? Something Rose. Um, when she was on Orange is the New Black. What? I'll be honest with you. That was the character I wanted to know more about and uh-huh. they took her off. I don't even know where she went. Did she go to County? I don't know. I'm, I'm still waiting for, no, you want to, she went to Gotham City. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but that, that that's kind of how i feel it's like it, it, it it's getting dark out there it really right. is it's getting dark we're, we're fighting each other what? um we're cutting each other down right and it's one of those things we 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 should really think about um maybe like just encompassing and loving everyone and maybe not even thinking about you know what what who's being cast maybe the quality of character now i i feel like if they're going to be sucking dick on film then yeah they should have gay people doing that because a straight man doesn't know how to suck a dick as good as a gay man and trust i've tried both <laughs> i have <laughs> so it, it, it's you know i don't know uh, 
I guess it's a toss-up in, in a lot of <laughs> in a lot of ways it's a toss-up because we'll never win. But what do you think of like, you know, because Guy Pierce, uh-huh. who you know we know from Priscilla Queen of the Desert, he yes. said something just fairly recently. Okay. And I kind of really agree with him. And I guess maybe that's why I'm saying what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Um, but do you feel he has no room to really say anything because he's not gay? What? Um, <laughs> you, you know, that's such a difficult question. I think right? it really comes down to what, what experience does he, what personal connection does he have outside of that one role he did 20 years ago. Um, and, and I loved his character in Priscilla. Absolutely. I love, it's one of my favorite films that I'll watch every once in a while, um, when I really need to pick up. Um, absolutely. But at the same time, what can he really speak to the gay experience without really having anything outside of that singular role? What? And I, I don't want someone speaking on my behalf who doesn't have a direct connection to to that experience. Okay. No, that that's fair enough. I guess I kind of put those same standards on people. Like, I don't know. I, I troll mm-hmm. on people's pages and I read like the, their descriptions and I, mm-hmm. I read a lot of people that say that they're, you know, they're the voice for the marginalized and they're this and that. Mm-hmm. I guess it kind of f- feeds right into the, the, you know, into that as well too, where I can't really say that anyone is a voice for anyone else. What? I feel that we each individually have our own voices. Like oh. I respect what you have to say, Miles, because you know what? You're here. You're putting your opinion out there. I'm here. I'm putting my opinion out there. And you know we're being productive, and we're saying, "All right, rest of the world, what do you think?" And we're waiting for for them to to fire back or say something because you know what, we do need to know, uh, are our opinions on par? Are they not? Mm-hmm. And um, because that's how we grow as a person. And you Absolutely. know, it, it's 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 it's. In the, in the cycle, but go ahead, I'm sorry. No, absolutely. No, and you know what, I, I'm totally open to engaging with people. If, if you, if any of our listeners have something to, to comment on about what I've said, um, please Me remember, too. Th- these are these are our personal opinions, and and maybe I am wrong in some respects. And go so. ahead, call me out on it, as long as you can uh, show me why, why you think you're correct, you know, I'll listen. Absolutely. I will listen to, to any logical arguments. Absolutely. And depending on how well that argument is, I, I might just very well change my mind. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's the beautiful thing is mm. when we are friends and when we are just mutual humans and neighbors in a community, we should be able to discuss our differences because as a community, we should share similar likings. And those similar likings in a community come from everyone's opinion and as a group we come with our one full mission statement and opinion Mm -hmm. and i really feel that the level of narcissism in today's society really feels like their opinion is the all and end all and it's the only opinion out there absolutely and i see it in our own community and you know what we're plagued with narcissists in our community. Like, come on, you know, how many drag queens do you know that don't want attention? What? Every single one I know (laughs) wants to be famous. And you know what? When the straight world sees them, 
what they're not understanding is that is our LGBTQ plus entertainment. Those are our celebrities. Those are our stars. Those are the people we want autographs. We want to get pictures with that we respect. Mm -hmm. And we have such a different understanding because in our gay world, we have a completely different subculture. And right now that we're trying to merge the two, we're going to feel a lot of stresses. Gonna kick all the issues and run outside Gonna smile at the sun in the big blue sky I'll suck it all up and take my time And seize the day I'm gonna seize the day Gonna whistle back Excelsior! That was Seize the Day by Lion's Heart. I haven't forgotten, and we'll be leaving you with our chat about Tom Daly. <laughs> Let's just say that us queers here at Simp are total fans, and there's just a lot of love that we have for our community. No, no, I should really be referring to it as our LGBTQ plus family. We have... A lot of you know crazy things that we get to go over on our podcast and we're still so young and we have like so many things that uh that we can say within these first 10 episodes and the first 10 episodes are probably like your most important because you're kind of like getting the bulk of like who you are out there and um the one thing i i want to put out there is in this studio we are huge tom daly fans <laughs> We love Absolutely. him. Absolutely. We love his body. We love his dives. Okay, I'm bringing up his Instagram right now. Oh, please, <laughs> please. Oh, my gosh. Like, I literally, like, I didn't know who he was. And I'm a swimmer. Like, you know, I was part of a state championship team here in California. And um, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know who he was until he went to the Olympics. And I was like, who's this guy? Like, he has a really... <laughs> nice body all right but then like i started like actually paying attention to him and his charisma his passion the way he loves his husband like it's just 
so amazing, and like I love looking at his diving pictures. It made me so happy that him and Willem Bally did. Um, was it uh, diving for drag or drag diving? Oh, I've not seen that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he was here in town in L.A., and I kind of was like behind him. Not knowing, like he was at LACMA, and then like a few hours later, I showed up at LACMA, and then I was like, "Oh my God, Tom Daly was here! I don't, I missed him, and oh who knows? God. I probably walked by him, but he probably saw me and was like, who the fuck is this guy?'"
This has been a Creative Studio 54 production brought to you by Skinjineer Art LA.